Well, physician Mona Hanna-Atisha of MSU's College of Human Medicine and her team helped prove the children of Flint had been poisoned by a lead-contaminated water supply. And now she's working to build a new and better model for public health. And she's back to update us about it on MSU today. Dr. Hannah, Tisha, welcome back. It is great to be with you again. So uh, first, we've got to recognize that you're in this cool uh, section of the fall edition of Spartan Magazine, which is the Michigan State University Alumni Magazine. You're featured with Cookie Johnson and Governor Whitmer and some others. Isn't that cool? I'm absolutely humbled and honored. You're one of of our great Spartans Will alumna. Powerful, incredible women. Yes, indeed. So, well, Dr. Hannah Atisha, what's sort of the status of things in Flint right now? Yeah, so in Flint, we're still on filtered and bottled water, but that's for a good reason. It's because our pipes are being replaced. Um, And we are almost done with that. By the end of 2019, all of the pipes in Flint, the lead pipes, will have been replaced, which is pretty incredible. We'll only be the third city in the country that has replaced their lead pipes. Lansing, Michigan is one of those cities, Madison, Wisconsin, and then it will be Flint. So while that infrastructure work is happening, which is like earth-moving groundwork, people still need to be on precautions because of the risk of potential lead release. So that's where we are in terms of the water. But in my work, um, this Michigan State University Public Health Initiative, uh, we are working with so many of our partners in Flint, especially our amazing parents and our Flint kids, to mitigate, to buffer, to limit the impact of this crisis and really to serve as a model for the nation. And tell us more about your initiative because that's really your baby, isn't it? Absolutely. So in, in 2016, when we recognized that we had this widespread crisis, which was more than just about lead exposure, it was really a crisis of trust, um, betrayal and anger and fear and guilt and anxiety, all these things that we know can lead to poor outcomes. When we knew we had this population-wide trauma on top of really decades of trauma in Flint. Flint's really been in crisis for quite some time. We rolled up our sleeves and in that MSU kind of will capacity, we, we put our heads together and we're like, what are we going to do next? We can't just sit back and see what happens to the children and to the city. We had to move forward. There was no other option than moving forward. And we launched this initiative. Uh, it's the Michigan State University Hurley Children's Hospital Pediatric Public Health Initiative. And it is a recommitment to the children of Flint. And it's a recommitment by two institutions, MSU and Hurley, that already have been in Flint for over a century. And this is another way that we put our heads together with many other partners to to do something else, to, to really flip the story for Flint kids. And Dr. Mona, why should our nation care about Flint's kids? Our nation should care about all kids, not just Flint kids. And the reason that Flint really got into this disaster and and really kind of the longstanding disaster was because of decades of neglect. Um, It was a place, it was a people, it was a population that we we chose not to see. So we closed our eyes to Flint and its problems. We closed our eyes to those images of dirty water coming out of people's taps because it wasn't our kids. And maybe there were kids that looked different than us. And what we're really trying to share is that Flint kids are all of our kids and that we have to do better for our children. And we're really leading the way in our effort. And what can the average Michigander or American do to help this you know, monumental cause? Yeah, so I think the biggest lesson of our story is that you don't have to help Flint. You don't have to come to Flint. You don't have to donate to, or send bottled water, although we'd gladly accept all contributions, <laughs> um, especially to our initiative or to our Flint Kids Fund. Um, but the, the kind of the eye-opening uh, kind of lesson of the story is that there are Flints everywhere. 
There are children all over this nation that really wake up to some of the same nightmares as our Flint kids, be it poverty or crumbling infrastructure or poor schools or lost opportunity. These are things that are threatening the the future and the health and development of our nation's children all over. And Dr. Mona, a few years ago, you wrote a book sort of documenting all of this, What the Eyes Don't See. What what made you write the book? <laughs> you know, when I went to medical student medical school here at Michigan State University, I never intended to write a book. Uh, my, my, my work and my mission has always been to kind of directly care for children and to improve public health. Uh, but then again, I never imagined really being at the center of one of our greatest, most emblematic environmental yeah. and public health disasters. The story needs to be told, not only the story of the crisis, but really the story of the resistance that was built and, and the hope that we are building every day. So really, it was there was no other option than to write the story um, so that we can improve the lives of children throughout. And what do you hope readers take from the book? Well, the title of the book is What the Eyes Don't See, and it kind of gets to what I mentioned earlier. It's it's more than just about Flint. It's about people, places, and problems we choose not to see everywhere. And what I hope that readers get is this incredible sense of power that they have to open their eyes and each other's eyes to injustices happening all around us. It's not enough to be awake. We have to find it within us to act, uh, to take action, and especially when we can build teams around us. The story of Flynn is a story of us crazy ragtag, you know, interdisciplinary team of folks that came together that said, we're not happy with the status quo. We can do better for our children. Um, so that's what I hope people go away with, that um, there's injustices everywhere and that we have the power within us to make a difference. And Dr. Mona, if you would share with our listeners again, you've spoken strongly in favor of immigration, how it impacted you directly and has led to what you're doing now. Absolutely. So another purpose of my book was to share an immigrant story. I'm a first-generation immigrant. I came to this country when I was four. I'm Iraqi-American. And we came to this country for what all immigrants come to this country for, freedom and democracy and an American dream. And I wake up every day blessed and privileged to be a recipient of that American dream. But there's little kids that look just like me and that have that same color of skin as me who are no longer afforded that opportunity. And in a sense, it's as if we've corroded that American dream. It does. I'm wondering if advocacy burnout ever strikes. And what's the <laughs> antidote? I'll bet you're going to tell me you look into one kid's eyes and it probably never does strike you. You've heard me before. Yes. Absolutely. So I am inspired and energized every single day by interacting with, with our Flint kids. Well, Dr. Mona, <laughs> you know, thanks again for coming in and, and reminding us of all of your important work. And just again, what do you want us to all know about the MSU Hurley Children's Hospital Pediatric Public Health Initiative? It is really leaning on the history of Flint as a, as a leader in this nation. And we are once again leading this nation on what we should be doing to protect children. Um, I love to quote one of my, my favorite people, uh, Frederick Douglass, abolitionist over 150 years ago. He, says it's e he said it's easier to build children, easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And in a city well known for bringing, building strong cars, we are really setting the model on how you build strong children. Well, and Dr. Mona, thank you for all you're doing to build strong children. Spartans will. Spartans will. It's a privilege. Thank you. That's Dr. Mona Hanna Atisha, and I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.